0: Tom Parry, you look like a man who's been enjoying the sun.
1: Yes, are you saying I look a little bit uh, on the reddish side?
0: Well, maybe, Tom, maybe. It could be that you're going for the red and white look to celebrate England being in the semi-finals. Oh, that's
1: exactly. That's exactly what it As is. I'm such a huge football fan.
0: Cool. Let's talk about FIFA. It's Tom, I'm at a tag. Sorry, false advertising. Not going to talk about FIFA. I haven't played that. How are you, Tom?
1: (laughs) I'm all right, thank you, Matthew. And uh, despite my lack of enthusiasm there about football, I actually did catch a little bit of the England match the other day. And uh, that was quite funny because uh, I think we came into it. It's probably been going on for about half, half an hour. And uh, someone said, "If you're just joining the uh, football today, England are winning." And then the other commentator said, "What do you mean just joining? Like anyone's not going to have watched this from the beginning?" Uh, And if you were busy reading a book, get a life. Really? That's what the the England commentator said. Who was it? Was it like Ian
0: Wright? Or
1: (laughs) I don't know. It wasn't. I didn't recognise either of the, the names. Oh
0: boy. Okay. Um well I I watched uh the England game against Colombia I didn't watch uh against Sweden because I was out and about but yeah mm. I actually kind of felt sorry for England during that game because Colombia were were diving all over the place and I was just as much as my my Welsh patriotism is just like you can't support England in football I I, no. I sat there and I watched it. I was like, oh, I hope they win this. Like, They deserve to win this. Both sides haven't really looked like they do in much, but Colombia's been terrible and they've been diving and there's, there should have been a lot of penalties given. I was like, okay, mm. fair enough. And then I didn't watch the Sweden. I just saw the aftermath and I was like, oh, yeah, this is why. It was
1: quite exciting. I quite enjoyed it, actually, what I saw of it. But you're more of a rugby fan, Matthew. How would you get out of watching football? I guess it's not as... Uh, entertaining for
0: you. It it just kind of bores me. Um, Yeah. It's not so much that I... To be honest, World Cup and Euros, I will genuinely, if I'm not doing anything else, I will genuinely give them a watch. Because there's something entertaining Mm. for me about watching, like, some of the world's best players do amazing things. However, I haven't really seen that technical flair or, like, amazing games and amazing goals that I saw last World Cup or even in the Euros. So...
1: I think within that last match uh, against uh, Sweden, there was some nice stuff. Uh, I, I, even coming from me, who's not any sort of football expert, I could appreciate uh, some of... The goalie was particularly particularly yeah. good, although he's very angry all the time. Really? He seemed like just, just a rowdy young man, you know. <laughs> uh, but he, de- he definitely uh, did a good job there. And some of the uh, footballers have a very... They were like jelly. Their arms are wobbling around as they were... Uh, you know, passing and, and shooting, and yeah, they've, they've got some very unique personalities, of course, across all the players. And that was for me, that was quite interesting to yeah. see.
0: Yeah, I, I, I you see, I don't. know get sound what like you a mean, but like, fan, do I'm just I? listening to this conversation, going like, "Oh man, this is probably the weirdest take on football anyone listening has ever heard." <laughs> so let's get off that topic. Have you been besides? Yeah. So uh, people don't. I said, how Sorry? have you been besides watching the football, Tom?
1: How have I been besides Watching it, getting very hot. Yes, same here. Uh, I can't say. You know, I am trying to rack my brains at how many games I've played. I have played a few. I started Shenmue two oh, again. Oh, really?
0: Are you not just going to wait until yeah. the HD collection comes out at the end of the month? Well, next month.
1: I know. Yeah. Uh, I had the opportunity this last Thursday to give it a give it a go on the Xbox. Yeah. Uh, the Xbox version played through the 360. It was all going fine. And I was surprised to find that you can save it at any point. Did you know that about the Xbox version of No, I two. did not. Um, there's also the camera function, so you can take uh, take pictures, like screenshots, uh, whenever you want to. Uh, but what happened was we were just getting up to the, the first uh, big save point yeah. in the game, the regular save point, when you go to the come-over guest house, as it's called, and the disc... Messed up. This is a disco bought yeah, in Denmark. I remember actually, you buying it Blue in
0: Blue uh, Not CEX. Gosh, Blue City. Uh,
1: Blue City. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. I looked at the receipt that I left in the box. It cost me two hundred kroner.
0: Yeah, it did. Wow. Uh, you bought uh, it, but you yeah, were like the, the I'm disc... having this. I've been after it for a while. Much to my dismay, yeah. so I was like, oh, but I want the DVD." Um. Oh yeah.
1: Sorry. That was all right.
0: And then uh, I. I was patient with Knights of the Old Republic 2, which they also had for 200-comer, mm. kr- and then, like, three or four weeks yeah. later, that was only 50. Yay! Yeah.
1: Oh well, well, that's good. Maybe I should have waited. Uh, but, yes, you should think yourself lucky you didn't pick up this particular copy, because, as I say, it, it's it's quite scratched, and uh, I don't know, I'm going to have to get it cleaned, I think. So maybe I will end up just waiting until the remasters to get stuck yeah. into Shenmue 2. Yeah. But it looked fine, do you know what I mean? About A lot of people are really excited about the remasters, and I do understand that, but a lot of these people are excited are Shenmue fans who already played it and already own yeah. it. And when, if they own the Xbox version, when that's playable through a HD television, I can't understand why they get so excited about the remasters. I know it's cool, and it's, it's support, because the Shenmue community are particularly passionate, yes. and I see it on Twitter all the time, and I think they've... I mean, I feel I'm also part of it, but uh, I think a lot of those people feel like this is a victory for Shenmue, more than it is a re-release of the games. It's like, we did it. We got Sega to re-release its games, but I think Sega were always going to do it.
0: I don't After necessarily. After announcing
1: Shenmue 3. Well,
0: I mean, uh, I have a feeling... as someone who literally bought a Dreamcast to play this first yeah. game, and then, like, yeah. I-, I already own Shenmue 2, but I'd never played it because I'd never played the first one. I yeah. do think you didn't have the movie. No, then. I didn't. This is why I wanted that DVD. Remember? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to play this game a long, long time ago. Obviously, I never bought a Dreamcast when it came out because it just seemed a bit excessive to own four consoles at the time. And I, I finally got it. I finally played it. I finally enjoyed it. Mm. And I was like, well. Is there any point in me ever playing the second one? Because I never thought at the time they would make Shenmue 3. Obviously, fast forward, they announced that and I kickstarted started it as well. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll get into doing this at one point and play through these. Hmm. But it was just, I don't know, like, I'd not really wanted to play the Dreamcast version because it was all in Japanese and I was used to the English voice acting. Which you can
1: do on the Xbox
0: Can you one? also do that on the Xbox One? No, oh, yes. Mm, it's in English. English. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's not on yeah. the Dreamcast, though, Although, right? It's just Japanese.
1: No, no. Although Rio sounds significantly less interested, if you can imagine that, oh, wow. in, in Shenmue 2. Really? than He did in Shenmue 1. <laughs> his, his voice does sound a little different, I feel. But, I mean, the passage of time had passed in between two games, but the delivery isn't exactly the same, t- to my I ears mean... at least.
0: The delivery is perhaps one of the worst things about that game's (laughs) performance. Actually, like, if I... But
1: it's also one of the most charming things about (sighs) it. Charming
0: crap. I don't know.
1: You, you, but you, you get to know the character, and so to to everybody who experienced that game in English, that is Rio. Rio Azuki is a deadpan uh, kind of guy,
0: but you'd love him for maybe it. Maybe I will <laughs> retcon my understanding of Shenmue. Maybe I, when that HD collection comes out, if it has the option of Japanese, maybe I'll just play it in Japanese. Play both of them in Japanese. If you want to, but I think Fugle. you're missing
1: out on a lot of the. The humour, because part of the enjoyment of Shemu is hearing those voices. And there's some hilarious ones in Shemu too, saying the brief time I got to play it recently. Uh, some characters you bumped into. Do you know what they were thinking? It's like they were really having a laugh in that recording studio. Oh, we got this character, right? He's an arm wrestling announcer. What are we going to do with him? Oh, just do something stupid. you know. And honestly, some of the voices are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, they're not playing it for realism, they're playing it totally for laughs, it's quite obvious.
0: <laughs> but I mean, that's a shame, because the game, I do think, if you played it with Japanese, would probably have a more serious tone.
1: Well, i played all Shenmue in Japanese, uh, it, it does, yeah, I, I'd say that's a fair yeah, fair observation, but uh, I don't know, I like the funny English voices. Well yeah, I
0: mean, I know you do, like how many times have you gone, Yuriko to me, uh, even before I played that <laughs> yes, game, actually?
1: Well, Yo, bro. That's Goro. Um, Yeah, there's some great stuff in there. Yeah. So Will you get those remasters? I
0: potentially will. You decided Um, on that? I, I think I will probably pick them up. And as I said, if I do, I will probably play through Shemu One again in Japanese. I think. Yeah. Though, well, give it a go. You know, I I do think if memory serves, that game comes out on August 29th, right? First, oh, 21st, 21st. Yeah, but they, hmm. unfortunately, a Superior remaster is coming out the week after, in the form of two Koami 2 Oh, I mean, wow,
1: They're, those two are really if just... If I'm going to really replay yeah, one hip,
0: game that feels a lot like Shenmue, then surely I should technically play Shenmue 4 first. Shenmue yes, Because Yakuza, you see, is the spiritual successor to Shenmue, and therefore is Shenmue Three technically and a better game for it.
1: Oh, well, you had to explain I that did. to me. Sorry, yes. I had okay. to walk back right.
0: No, I, I mean, I'm gonna. I'll probably buy Um, I, I've actually pre-ordered Kawami Two, uh, for obvious reasons because I like me some Yakuza. Uh, there was actually a demo mm. of that. Oh, we had no idea about this weekend. that. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't played it yet because I've, I've been stuck into other things. Are yeah. you going to pick it up? I don't know. Maybe not
1: right away. Yeah, it's fair. I think I'll stick with my Xbox uh, <laughs> game for a little, little while longer. Maybe give the, the disc a bit of a dust and uh, try it Is again. Is it a
0: budget release?
1: Because I, I don't have the need. I don't have the... Do I need it? No, I don't need it. And when you when you don't have much of an income, or any income, then uh, you have to <laughs> decide, well, do you need that one? I can quite easily... Uh, play them I mean, it is only means.
0: thirty quid, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's reasonably priced. But do I need to rush out and buy it? No, no you don't. Not really. I mean,
0: neither do I with using. Even though I'm very happy Koami it's out too, there, right? which is forty quid. But yeah. you know, I, I see like Sega has me by by the throat because I'm hoping if i keep buying these hd remasters and admittedly three is going to be uncensored so perhaps three will be a better game to play in hd i'm hoping
1: uncensored you say that makes it better
0: well there's lots of stuff they cut out of three i learned after dissing that game heavily which is why it feels a bit rushed and doesn't really make that much sense Mm -hmm. there's lots of subplot stuff and actually, some main story beats that they cut out of that game entirely because they didn't think.
1: i so you think it may be enough to improve it.
0: Potentially, this whole experience. but in my experience, some of the stuff they cut out is like uh, host mini games, and that was kind of the stuff that dragged down Yakuza Five for me. It was that was a lot of that stuff, so maybe okay. that censoring, even though it's censoring, the censoring's bad, maybe. It's actually a good mm. thing it was removed. Maybe they thought it messed with the flow maybe of the game too much. And then maybe I will like it even less if that stuff is included. Do
1: you know if they're adding anything into, say, Yakuza 3? Um, Yakuza 3. That could potentially improve the experience. Mm,
0: well, like I said, they're they putting in all this content they cut. so
1: yeah. But they're not adding anything new that's not been in it before. I don't
0: think so. At least, not that I've heard. Not in the same extent that they're adding. Uh, Yakuza Two will have a new Majima storyline, kind of explaining what yeah. happened to Majima between Yakuza. Well, 1 who and knows?
1: Two. If they if two add that, then I would imagine that three would have to. It would be expected that three would also add something new. Ah,
0: oh, but from what from what I've heard of Yakuza Three, Four, and Five, because they are so recent games. I literally think Mm. that they are just HD, they're up everything and importing it. That's
1: a good point, because the first two were PS2 games. Though, to
0: be honest, if they do do that with 3, it will still be a lot of work anyway, because they'll have to localise all this content that they never localised before.
1: Yeah. So maybe you'll just get it like that. I think that. so. Unsense. And to be
0: honest with you, I'll be happy with it. At least then I can play it and not blame the bad localization for why I dislike that game with the blinding passion.
1: Well, you'll, yeah, you're certainly going to play it again. Though. You're I will gonna, give uh, it another chance, avoid it. Yeah.
0: Like I said to yeah. you, I'm going to play through Koami okay. as well. But I, I uh, yeah. See, I'm afraid of playing Yakuza 2. Because after playing through Yakuza 1 again, my estimations of that game dropped a little bit. And I love Yakuza 2. No, I think you'll be fine. Yakuza 2 is so good in my head that I'm afraid... A lot of people
1: still would say that about Yakuza 2. I think so. so.
0: I think that's why it's retained its price. I just hope there isn't as much filler as I felt there was in Yakuza 1. Because I know Mm -hmm. there is some stuff with the the triads, like the the Chinese Mafia, that I thought was a bit out of place. But generally speaking, Mm -hmm. the story of 2 is a lot better than the story of the first game. So, let's see.
1: Okay. I'm wondering now, should should I support Shenmue by buying the remaster?
0: <sighs> I don't think you have
1: to. Should I should should I make that no, kind of I don't, purchase? Honestly, do I, have I don't to do not think that? you have no. to
0: because A Sega isn't publishing the the third game anyway, right? Like No, they're not Sony. They're not. Oh. So there's that.
1: Well it's it's not even Sony, is it? It's uh what's um, what are they called? Another company oh, coming. Is it who've who released Silver, quite a lot what? of imports over the years who are it's publishing Deep Silver, it. isn't it? Deep Silver, yeah, yeah, sorry. I mean, there's something, some involve, Sony involvement yeah. there, but Deep Silver are the ones that are actually handling the task of publishing it, as far as okay. I'm aware. Yeah.
0: Did you fill out your Kickstarter backer survey? Yes. To get your exclusive
1: sleeve? I didn't add anything. I'll get my exclusive sleeve. It actually said exclusive case, so before I remember it referred to it as a sleeve. Now I'm wondering if it's anything more than that. Like it's a, a steel, steel book book could be or nice. something. Let's but, see. Yeah. Let's see, uh, but yeah, that's nice to know. I felt quite good after that, and also after having not paid anything extra yeah. as well. You've already paid for this, it proudly exclaimed on the screen, and I, I thought, oh yeah, I'm quite happy about that. Um, I'll just uh, make sure I get it, type in the address, and uh, look forward to what, next year when it was going to be released. Yeah, I actually, um,
0: I forgot if I, I can't remember if I told you I pre-ordered. Is it called Starlink? The Ubisoft spaceship Starlink. Game? You know what? We totally missed that last week when we spoke three. And like I said to you And I was
1: kicking myself actually (laughs) pre ordered
0: that game literally as soon as that press conference ended, they said, Oh, you can pre order this now And I went to Ubisoft's website and they had like exclusive stuff for the first thousand people to pre order so I was like, Oh well, I'll pre order the R Wing then. so I did. And then I got charged eighty quid for it and I was like Well it's eighty euro but still like it You got charged charged for my pre order Paid up front. I was like, "Oh well, wow. at least I don't have to pay for this when it comes out." But still, it was a bit of a ah. You've done it. I hit.
1: And when does it come out, Matthew?
0: September, October. I can't even remember. Okay, it, it, it's like a Christmas. It is a later game, in it? the year game, yeah, but. Yeah. It's caught me by surprise. Yeah, that's a
1: great concept. I mean, that was also one of the most exciting things I think at E3, and the only game really doing that toys to
0: life to life, thing. To life
1: type thing. Yep. Yeah this time round.
0: I mean, it's been a long time since Skylanders as well, so...
1: Yeah. So hopefully hopefully it'll do well and it won't completely flop and we'll see all the models in, uh, what, B&M bargains. Yeah. So, and I, <laughs> Depending on what country you're in. I really like <laughs> the look of it. Discount so store they'll end up in. Yeah, I hope it's a good game. I, I mean, the fact that Nintendo are supporting it with a Star Fox thing should imply that it's good. Because even Star Fox Zero is good, contrary to popular No, Tom, belief. you're alone on that opinion. Uh, I, I happen to think you it do, is a Tom, good game. You Tom, you're alone and, on that uh, opinion. I think that's one that's going to come back later and people are going to reassess that game in the future and realise if they just stuck with it, they might have enjoyed it When they it more.
0: re-release it on the Switch and take out all of those crappy motion controllers, <laughs> I'll really enjoy the game then, and that'll be nice. But until that point...
1: Oh, yeah, inevitably... Yeah, they've got that on their list of Switch games to release. They just gotta stagger those releases a little bit so it doesn't look like they're totally. <laughs> well, <it's> fair. <laughs> taking advantage yeah. of the fact that they've got all this get all these games nobody that Maybe not yeah. many people have played. Yeah.
0: Not to be honest, though, I'm quite surprised they haven't dragged out a Xenoblade's Chronicle X or a, um, a Tokyo Mirage yet. Because I mean, Tokyo Mirage is a pretty alright game
1: well yeah well what I played of it, it's very Persona, yeah. isn't it?
0: I mean it's also got some you fire know, I saw on the Play... so, you know, it's a winning yeah. combination.
1: Yeah. It would it be appropriate. I gonna say I saw in a PlayStation store the other day that this is a PS3 store, they're offering a Persona five with all the extra stuff for twelve pounds download. Yep. I thought, wow, that's impressive. Considering it apparently the retail price this deluxe edition it was eighty pounds for a digital deluxe edition of persona 5 and it got me wondering what on earth could they be including to be fair i didn't research probably it, but, uh...
0: skins it's my yeah bet. yeah i don't know
1: but that seems like a bit of a bargain if you if you want to play uh, persona 5 after i've still got persona 4 to play so i
0: mean i played <laughs> that's really last the last my lifetime and uh yeah it was it's a pretty long game is all i'm gonna say perhaps a little bit too long, mm. perhaps a little bit too bit self-indulgent. Too I think I put like 120 hours or something into that game.
1: Yeah. A lot of it was very popular. A lot of people hold it in very high regard, don't they? The oh, I don't
0: understand why.
1: It's not as good as 4. I don't
0: think it's as good as 4,
1: no. No. I- I'm okay with 4 on my Vita when I actually get around to playing it yeah. again. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. I, I got to play the WarioWare Gold demo very briefly. I can say that's WarioWare and I can say a little else about yeah. it. It's nice that they it's sort of like it is a great hits package, so uh it's probably if you were if you didn't own a single WarioWare game, you're probably just better off getting that one. Yeah. You? If it's got all the, the tilt games in as well from Twisted, uh as well as a selection of games from the other versions then That's a a must-have for anyone who who hasn't experienced WarioWare. I do not have a lot of
0: WarioWare games, actually. I have the Advance game and I have the GameCube one. That's it. I don't have any of the DS ones, or I don't have Twisted.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there was WarioWare Touched on the DS, wasn't there? And then... um, There's also the DIY one, which
0: came out later.
1: Oh, yeah, DIY. That that was... uh relegated to bargain bins pretty quickly, yeah. that particular game. in fact
0: unfortunately.
1: Yeah. I was surprised I got Puzzle and Dragons for £6 of the day from CX. Being a Nintendo title, at least featuring Mario, I thought that would demand a higher well, price. I, I, to be but...
0: honest with you, Puzzle and Dragons is a bit of a weird thing, because that seemed like mm. the, uh, it was the biggest mobile game in Asian territories for a while. And... Yeah. Because of that when they released this one on the Nintendo three D S, everyone thought, Oh my god, this is when Puzzle and Dragons comes to the US. But looking on Amazon, it's only like fourteen pounds new. So it can't have taken oh, well. the world by yes,
1: store. I guess I guess it didn't. Uh two games he won yeah. though. I thought that that's worth the money for for sure. I mean sure. one's a
0: mobile port, in all fairness, but I, I played it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was alright.
1: Yeah. I mean, what would you, could you compare it to? Because it seems like very similar to a lot of these, uh, match 4 And it four, definitely
0: is. Uh, it's got some like games, leveling yeah. mechanics and stuff within that. The annoying thing is, yeah, yeah. They, they have not taken out, when you get further into the game, they've not taken out the stuff that would have been microtransactions in the mobile games. So just hmm. meets it a but bit. But which one grindy. were you playing? Were
1: you playing the, uh, Traditional one or the but Mario both. One, or both. Both of them
0: have the same yeah. problem: is that the, oh. the higher you go okay. in the game, the more it wants you to grind. But there's no option to actually pay for the stuff, if I remember right, in the 3DS one, as there is in the mobile. Okay. Yeah, it's a good game though. It's fun. Hmm.
1: Okay. Well, I'm happy with that. Uh, so that, that's one of the games I picked up this last week. Uh, I also finally got myself a copy of NES Tetris. Cool. <laughs> Being a huge Tetris fan, that's eluded uh, me for the longest time, but I found one that was cheap enough boxed. Yeah. So I, thought, I mean, oh, I remember going with you to that. the
0: library in Aarhus when you were still living in Denmark and just oh, yeah. sitting there for about half an hour playing Tetris.
1: Oh, that's the power of Tetris, Matthew, the you see. The power of uh, Tetris. just gets me.
0: It's not as catchy.
1: <laughs> that's why I had to, when uh, you were asking, what are my top four games of all time? I had to get Tetris Fair. in there. Yeah. Top four games of all time, Matt? What did you uh, Christ, choose? Do you I can't remember that? This was a Twitter thing we took It was, it was a Twitter part, thing that, that I did
0: and then felt shameful yeah. about because I was like, oh, God, I forgot this game. I forgot this game. I forgot this game.
1: Oh, well, how can... yeah, there's always going to be something. Oh, I haven't me? even got... Forget. Mine was Soul Calibur, Shenmue, Tetris, and Sonic Do you two? have the ability
0: to check mind-to-hand, Tom Parry? Because I cannot remember.
1: Oh, I probably can. I'm at a computer. So uh that uh, should be relatively easy for me.
0: One of mine that uh, I, I put on there that I was like oh god how did I not include what is without shadow without my favorite game of all time on that list and I think I tried to wreck on it and that is Fez because I I love Fez.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I should probably give Fez another <sighs> oh, go. I Fez kind of got so, so far and then just stopped. It's
0: so good.
1: <laughs> Which isn't so abnormal no. for me. No.
0: True. <laughs> Bubble Bobble's definitely on there. Um, I think Wario Land was on there.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think it's only four games. What were so. they?
0: What did I put? Because Fez.
1: Well, it, it was it was Wario Land. It, it was uh... Bubble Bobble. Oh, there you go. I found I found the thread. Oh. <laughs> oh, Pull no. it, Tom. Pull that
0: worry. thread. Oh, I don't I know. Do that, now. jumper.
1: Oh, why can't I not? Why can't I use Twitter,
0: Matthew? I don't know, Tom. It's okay.
1: Oh, I don't know what you put in. <clears throat> I can't work it out now. It's, it's all, all gone right. wrong.
0: I know WarioWare <laughs> was on. I know Wario was on there. I know Bubble Bobble was on there. Lost Planet may have potentially also been on there.
1: No, it wasn't. I don't think it was on there. No. No. Do- but it's hard to pick. The point we're getting at is it's hard to pick four it games, is isn't it? It's
0: incredibly hard to pick four games, especially when you play and own as many yeah. as we do. Um,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, it, there's there's a lot of stuff that I wish would be on there and I wish I could include on that list. For example, I really For me, like it's some it... Mega Man games. Of... The Witcher was definitely on there, right? Yeah. Mm, maybe, kind of. I'm looking. Like it's okay. We'll figure it out. Yakuza 4, without a shadow of a doubt, is in there. All right, okay, so it's Bubble Bobble, Turtles in Time, Yakuza 4, and Wario Land. I think after some deep reflection, I ended up slightly amending this to be Bubble Bobble, Turtles in Time, Yakuza 4, and Fez. Which is interesting, because then that means there's no Game Boy game on my top four games of all time.
1: Yeah, there's no N64 game, and I'd call the N64 my favourite console, so, yeah. I think... You can play Tetris on the N64, that's something.
0: I think my reasoning at the end of the day was, I could have put The Witcher, but alas, the books are equally as good as the game, so therefore I could read those things and they would all be fine.
1: Hmm... Absolutely, but four games, that's an interesting one. It's usually five or ten, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So it's because Twitter a... only allows you four to have four images,
0: you see, Tom. Sorry? Twitter only allows you to have four images. That's why it's four. Oh, oh, there so you go. You can't go. use Twitter.
1: I didn't, yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Not a Twitter expert, Matthew. No, Tom, it's okay. But have you been playing anything
0: else? This, yeah. Uh, actually, I haven't
1: even asked you what you've been playing this last week. Have I? So,
0: cat back to us finishing this podcast, me looking what was out on the Switch and going, oh, there's a few games that have yeah. come out that I wouldn't mind playing or something to have on my jollies. And I didn't buy anything. <laughs> I completely subsurface circular. And then I went into work on Monday and one of the guys I work with had recently purchased a Switch and was just saying, oh, I've been playing the Switch all weekend. I'm, I bought Hollow Knight. It's a very good game. To which I said... I don't know, man. Like, it's another Metroid thing, yeah. It's supposed to be Soulsy. I don't know if I've could... got the time or the patience for that. And he said, But it's really good, Max. Yeah. And he showed me, and I said, I'm Buying that then, aren't I? And so I lost like nearly 12 hours this week, I think, to Hollow Knight. I've played a lot of it. So that
1: shows it's certainly playable.
0: Um, It's a very good game. I very much like the atmosphere. I very much like the music. The art direction in it is second to none. It's one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Mm. But I got to a point where I fought a boss. Um, it took me a long time. They are called the Mantis Lords. It's an optional boss. I did not have to keep fighting the boss. I could have just gone somewhere else. But I was like, right, okay, I'm stubborn. I'm going to fight this boss until I beat this boss. And then after that, mm. I kind of it, it broke a bit the game for me. In terms of, I could see that the mechanics were all essentially the same between boss battles. Is that a lot of them have a lot of similar okay. uh, repeat patterns. I was like, okay, it's going to do this, yeah. it's going to do this. And so it's actually made the game a lot easier by me like spending two or three hours oh. trying to beat this optional boss. And then uh, I kind of had a weird epiphany this morning when I was beating another boss called the Soul Master, who was like the first big boss you fight in that game. And that's like, as I said, like 10 hours in was hmm. I don't know if actually spending my time to become good at this video game is worthwhile. I don't know if I'm gonna play any more of it. And then just kinda of put it down. Okay.
1: This is your you're like a professional video game player, aren't you? To the to the average man, they'll pick up a game like that and just enjoy it. You know, you're far more harsh critic, I would imagine. And you good 'cause you've had you play so many more games that it may be difficult to, to find a game that's uh new, and is uh, not like other things you've
0: Well, played. no, it isn't even so yeah. much that, because, I mean, Fair. yes, it it definitely gives me vibes of Symphony of the Night. There is a definite, like, oh, I've played this before. Even though...
1: £210 in CX
0: Symphony of the Night. Oh, me. Oh, well, about time I sold that, I guess. There you go. Um, <laughs> paid 15 for mining in uh, GameStation a long, long time ago. Uh I yeah, I was just playing it. I was like, okay, this reminds me of Symphony of the Night. I can see where the Metroid aspect of mm. this is coming into place, and it looks beautiful, and the atmosphere is really nice. Yeah. Okay. But there's not really much of a story there. I'm just kind of backtracking through areas. There's some real, real bad design choices in this game to make it more okay. soulsy. Is that there's a lot of time spent going between places that there, there's no fast travel. All right, well, there is fast travel, but it's a very incomplete system. So you're battling through a lot of stuff in a Soulsian way to get to a boss to fight again. And it's just like I wish you would mm. just Mega Man this boss section off because the boss is tough enough as it is without me having to worry about getting there with enough health. And I, yeah, it just kind of brings up all the things I don't like about Souls. And there was one time where I was on a run to fight these mantis lords. Where I'd killed absolutely every single enemy in this area, at least, like, 30 or 40 times, because that's how many times I did this boss over. And I got quite a bit of money. I got, like, 2,000 of the in-game currency doing that. And the one time I went in, I was like, right, I've healed up, I've done this, I've done that. And as soon as I started the fight, I went, oh, shit, I didn't collect my soul. And so I lost all of that money, and it just felt like such a waste of my time.
1: Oh, that's the worst, isn't it? You invest so much time and then you sort of lose Yeah. <laughs> the the main it's reason. It's like one of the worst playing, yeah. feelings
0: in the world. And yeah, it, it it is part of the souls thing. Yes, I shouldn't maybe have had that much money on me at one time, maybe I should have gone and spent it or whatever. But it was like there's a weird disconnect for me in me wanting to just beat a boss and then just like constantly just try against that boss and get further. And admittedly there were times where I had to put it down and then I came back to it. And it's like I played it in the morning. I, I put it down, and I, had an, uh, I had a nap because I was still tired, and I was getting a bit frustrated with it. Um, I played a bit when I woke up, and I was like, no, actually, I'm not going to do this now. And then we went for a walk, and we went out, and we did some stuff. I was like, okay, go on, I'm going to give it one more go. I'll see if I can beat this now in the next ten minutes. i got spare, and I beat it. And I was like, oh, great. there's literally, like, one of those things that's taken me most of the day of video game playing to do like I said, it just—it was this weird realization. of just like, shit. I've just spent like I don't know, like three hours beating this boss to get good enough to beat this boss. Is that a valuable use of my time?
1: Well, if you enjoyed that time, then. But yes, I don't know if I maybe did. Maybe it was. Yeah.
0: So, that's the weird place yeah. I'm in with games. Yeah, and like no,
1: I've I've had that uh, sort of experience before as well. I I spent a lot of time trying to beat the first boss on Revenge of Shinobi the other day. Yeah on the Mega Drive collection, and could not do it. In fact, there's a whole live stream if you want to watch it. it's an hour of me trying to get past the first level of Revenge Shinobi. Shinobi. Uh, I don't know if it makes very interesting uh, watching, but it frustrated me to the point where I thought, well, that game isn't that good. Because imagine if you were a kid getting that yeah. game and you know, not being able to beat the first level. Because I'd say a lot of kids might struggle with it. It's a very particular sort of pattern or... or um. The way you beat that boss, I think, is very particular. Although someone did tell me afterwards that there was an easier way to do it. (laughs) So um, maybe I'll have to try that. But I did even have to go online and look it up. And, uh, yeah, it seemed to me like that was the way to do it. The way I was doing it was the method. So I stuck with it. And, uh, yeah, I just ended up feeding a little bit. Well, that was a massive waste of time. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's a hard game. And then the, and some guy joined the stream and said, oh, you should play Shinobi 3, it's a lot easier. And so may, maybe I'd just play that one Fair. instead to get my Shinobi kicks. But Revenge Shinobi, it's always one of those games which people associate with a Mega Drive and think very fondly of. So I thought, well, I'll play that for a ton plays. That'll be good. Finally actually spend some time with that game and I, I, I hoped I was really going to appreciate it and have a great time but in the end I was just left it frustrated feel like I wasted an hour I always yeah.
0: felt this way about Revenge of Shinobi I don't think it's that good <laughs> <laughs> well have you
1: ever beat the first Yeah, boss beaten the first of Revenge boss, of Shinobi but yeah.
0: again I don't think I've got past the second level of it it's just I don't know no it it's one of those things where sometimes I play games on the Mega Drive and I go, Yeah, but this isn't as good as this game and then I put it down. It's the same thing that happened with Mega Turrican. You know, like I it oh. it wasn't as good as Contra Three for me, so I was like, Well, what's the point of playing this game?
1: You don't have much love for the Mega Drive. I don't do you? well I
0: have no nostalgia and like the interesting thing about Revenge of Shinobi yeah. is it's one of those games that I bought because everyone I used to go to school with absolutely loved that game and I was like I can't, I can't understand. No, that. Yeah, me neither.
1: Especially as kids, you know, what kid would put them through that sort of torture? I thought, well, the idea is you play more, you get yeah. better at it. But that boss didn't seem like that. He could apply that thought I think to you it can. because it was just...
0: I think it has patterns and stuff. I just think there's a lot of... It does. Well, the idea is
1: it's it, uh, you have to sort of jump backwards and fire a shuriken at yeah. it, basically, because it... it he slashes a sword at you, and moves back and forth, and you just got to find that window to to hit him in the yeah. head. And uh, I just don't think it's a great first boss for a game. It's certainly not an inviting experience. No, it definitely isn't for the player. I
0: mean, a lot of Mega Drive no. games, especially the early ones, aren't. I mean, you have like Altered Beast, which is the most obtuse game I've ever played.
1: Oh really? I don't like Altered Beast, and there's people who yeah, love Altered Beast, aren't are. there? But I don't think that's a very good game, yeah. personally. I love uh, Streets of Rage and Golden Axe, so side-scrollers, Golden I think, Axe are very good on the Mega
0: Drive. The o- Golden Axe Micro Machines are probably the only two, and Columns, obviously, the games I have nostalgia for on the Mega Drive. They're the games I played young enough to go, wow. Not really even Sonic. This. I didn't have Sonic? Sonic. Like The thing was... You didn't the play The first Sonic. time I got a Mega Drive was we borrowed it off my cousin. And... Mm it was just because his stepdad had a Mega Drive and when he'd moved in, like he brought this Mega Drive with him and my cousin had all these games. And so I borrowed Sonic or someone, but like I never really liked Sonic that much. And so mm. I didn't borrow it with the Mega Drive and so pretty much all I really had to play was Golden Axe. So I played a shit ton of Golden Axe. And then my brother bought Megalomania because he really liked uh, RTS games. Actually, I didn't like either. Oh, I never played. And then we ended up getting given the Mega Drive when we got the SNES back, because, like I said, they had two SNESes in the house, so my Uncle Lloyd was just like, well, just have it, it's fine. So then I started mm. exploring that library, and then I did get Sonic 2, and I thought that was all right. I thought it was better than the first game, and I did get Revenge it of Snowbee, yeah. which I thought was terrible. <laughs> um, So I have this weird thing with the Mega Drive, is that... Yeah, I, I've come to terms with the fact that there are some games on there that are pretty damn good and pretty special, actually, but yeah. for the most part, I just... I I don't know. There's there's something weirdly janky about a lot of the games on the Mega Drive that make them feel like a bootleg Cinez game. They don't handle ooh,
1: properly. Oh, that's a hell of a statement. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like that about the Mega Drive. I think it's... Uh... Solid system. I mean, there's don't get me wrong, there's probably games, a it? shit
0: ton of really, really bad Sinez games. In fact, I know there is. Play Wayne's World. But the thing was, like, <laughs> uh, as with my Game Boy library, not to sound snobbish, like my brother really, really gave a shit and really read, like, official Nintendo magazine every month it came uh-huh. out. And so he would genuinely buy, and therefore I would get bought by my mum and dad because I was too young to choose games. Games for the Super Nintendo and the NES and. For the Game Boy for myself, there would be a very very high standard, and then sometimes I'd go to mates' houses and like, yeah, okay, cool. It was amazing to play Mortal Kombat for the first time, but like they just have games like I don't know, like James Pond. I was like,
1: oh, James Pond Robocard, very good. Like. The second one, yeah. But had it on
0: the Amiga, and it played better. And I was like, ah, okay.
1: Okay. How about, okay, I'm going to list you some Mega Drive games now. I've brought up the list of Mega Drive games that I'm familiar with, because it's the list of games I own. Uh, Aladdin.
0: For the Super Nintendo version, but it's a good game.
1: Yeah, it is a good game. You don't like Bubsy, do you?
0: I prefer Bubsy on the Super Nintendo, but I'm not really fussed on it either.
1: No, no, no. I wouldn't say. I don't know even why I mentioned Bubsy. It's not that good. Uh, but you do like Captain and America Avengers, and The yeah, Avengers. that's a very good
0: game. As is Taz Escape. from There you from go, Mars, and that's a, that's a Mega Drive game. Which I don't think you're going to bring up. i do not even sure if that's actually a good game or if I've just got nostalgia for it, though.
1: Okay, it's an okay game, I'd say. Uh, ooh, Castle of Illusion. Uh, Quackshot. Castle of Illusion's alright. I don't well, think I've actually Disney played
0: Quackshot, so I can't say.
1: Hmm, that's quite a unique game, That that's actually worth your time if you want a unique sixteen-bit uh, experience. There's a lot of going back and forth in uh, and and collecting yeah. objects and returning to levels, and uh, it's quite it's quite unique. Earthworm Jim that was available on both formats. You see, you'll find a lot Didn't of games play it were on Mega were, were, Drive, were, yeah, and of course uh, things like Eternal Champions, it was exclusive to Mega Mega Drive, were never as good as Mortal Kombat or the, the games it was trying to replicate. Yeah. Uh, never been a big fan of Echo the Dolphin, oh, so I can't really see the, the praises that
0: visually and like idea wise. I really yeah. like Echo, but it's a really crap game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Dynamite Heady was a very interesting game. Anything made by Treasure, Dynamite like Gunstar okay, Heroes, but I as didn't well.
0: play that at the time. I played that years later.
1: Yeah, uh, of course, uh, Lion King. But that was on Super I did Nintendo play it well. on the
0: Mega Drive though, and I think I preferred the Mega Drive version. I don't know why. Maybe just because I played it more.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Mickey Mania, were you
0: any love for that game? Uh, when I replayed it on the PS1 a couple of years later, yes. Yeah. Not on the Mega Drive.
1: Yes. No. Uh, I say that is the version to get if you're going to get one. You might as well get the PS1 version. Uh Stars a fun Sega yeah,
0: game. Yeah, Rystar's Stars okay. I never actually played it. The same with uh, is it called like um, what the hell's the game with the bird on the front of it?
1: The bird yeah. on the front of it, Flicky. Yes, <laughs> blue bird. Yeah, yeah.
0: That I kind of liked as well. I thought that was a bit of an odd unique game.
1: Yeah, an old Sega arcade game. If I'm yes, not mistaken, it isn't is. it? Flicky. I think. Uh, Rocket Knight Adventures is really a really standout title. I never played it, and I Mega never played Drive. Sparkster on the Super oh, Nintendo, one... actually, either. Well, yeah, well, I think Rocket Knight's better than Sparkster. From... It's got something more Okay. for me. Uh, Robocop vs. Terminator was pretty good.
0: Never played it.
1: If you ever got to play that one. Very over-the-top, uh, but but enjoyable game. And, yeah, there was also a Sparkster on Mega Drive, wasn't there, yeah. too, yeah. Uh Street Fighter the versions of Street Fighter and Mega Drive no, are they good weren't. and uh I'm I, well, gonna press a button to switch the right. a few
0: punch and kicks is awful. Oh you see I've got six button yeah, control. Um but
1: neither did anyone I, I ever played
0: with then. actually for that matter. So I much prefer the Super Nintendo version.
1: And I guess uh Turtles Tournament Fighters on the Mega Drive isn't as good as the Super Nintendo. I thought it was okay
0: from what I remember. It's been a long, long time.
1: I think the Super Nintendo game does really have the edge there, though. Uh, Streets of Rage 2 is um, a fantastic game. Uh, the Wonder Boy games I've always liked yeah. on the Mega Drive. But, yeah, maybe maybe overall the, the catalogue of games isn't as good as the Super Nintendo, perhaps. I might go as far as uh, saying that. got there.
0: some very good shmups. Like Thunder Force and stuff. Hmm. Um yeah. oh it does, yes. It's yeah. also got a lot of very unique Japanese and uh US only titles for the for the shmup genre as well. The names of them escape me at the moment. But
1: yeah, yeah, I know what you mean as well. I'm, I'm trying to think one too. Of got a, a uh, robot Musha yeah, uh, Mushu, the one with the robot in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Grey Lancer. yeah, there's that, a few that are like,
0: okay, this is a really yeah. good shmup. I've played them since, and I wish they'd been localized, or I wish they got released somewhere. But never mind.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a, t- a trip down Mega Drive I don't lane. Know, like
0: <laughs> some of the prices, as well. Asked for some of those like better, like more sought after Mega Drive games, like Separation Anxiety. They're not good mm. games. Like at least you know if you're paying mm. like I don't know whatever ridiculous price, something like. I don't even know. Like, to say that though, there's Snapchat. crap games worth money for all consoles. Like, Wurlo not a great game for the Snes, and that's worth a small fortune now. Cool World's the same. So, yeah, yeah, always you're always going to get yeah. that. Fortunately, a little bit less with the Game Boy. Things like Trip World are genuinely good games, even though they are ridiculously priced. Mm. So it goes.
1: Yeah, I think for me personally, it's more to dig out still on the Super Nintendo, maybe less to uh, look out for on on the Mega Drive. I've got ninety Mega Drive games, God, uh, and a lot less Super Nintendo games. I would say. I
0: think. I've I've got a lot more Super Nintendo games, obviously, than Mega Drive, but yeah, so of course.
1: Yeah, Super Nintendo is one of my smart twenty-nine. Apparently, I only own twenty-nine Super Nintendo games, but that's not counting imports. So I've got a fair amount of Super Nintendo imports, actually. Out of those two systems, maybe the Super Nintendo is is a better one, but because I was always a Sega kid and I always uh, I started with Master System, I get and and as much I really like Sonic.
0: Yeah, I mean you do so, have your Sonic. And, bias. I'm a Sega kind of guy, but yeah, you know, like ugh, I feel the same about Mario. Like it's the same thing, right? It's just you're like okay, I like this thing that's associated with this one platform. Fortunately, we live in a world yeah. now where Sonic is available on most platforms, unlike Mario. Yeah.
1: Unlike Mario, who, who's still, obviously, with Nintendo. Yes. And I think, uh, for the moment, Mario leaves Nintendo, would be sad no, I don't a think it ever
0: happen. Let's see.
1: No, I, I don't see that happening. Nintendo doing very well with the Switch at the moment. Yeah.
0: I actually backed the thing on Kickstarter, actually. It's probably worth a plug. Um... Oh, what the heck is it called? It's a thing to play shmup games vertically. Um, well,
1: is that some sort of stand no, or um, something to put the Joy-Cons in thing, or what?
0: Yeah, it's called the Flip Grip. It's actually um, made right. by Fangamer and Retro the another podcast. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, and the thing is you, you plug the Switch into this grip and then you put your Joy-Cons down the side and then you can play certain things like Namco Museum and Donkey Kong have a... a a vertical mode, so you can actually put them in and play the games the way...
1: Yeah, and um Ikaruga as well, yeah, I imagine. Ikaruga
0: would. also has it, so yeah. yeah, it's a pretty cool thing.
1: Nice, and they're, they're Gunbird's on there, Gunbird 2 and so, some other similar shoot ups mm-hmm. so... That that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah it's very
0: only like nice. $15 or something, it's pretty affordable, so I was like, okay, cool, I'll pick one of those okay. up. Okay, cool.
1: I tell you, a Switch game just came out the other day that I'm interested in, I haven't played it yet, Pocket Rumble. Is out now on Pocket Switch, Rumble. which is the uh, Neo Geo Pocket esque uh one on one fighting
0: oh, game. Oh yeah, I did see that.
1: Do you remember this years ago that uh that got announced and everyone got quite excited because it's like, oh it's a return to those Neo Geo Pocket style yeah. games. Uh but yeah, that that's out now. It's uh only six ninety nine, I think. So uh I think fighting fans should probably check that one out. From what I've heard it's it's pretty good. Yep. I'm gonna wait on that one, I think that's a little bit. But uh, I will try it out at some yeah, point yeah. in the near future. Yeah.
0: Anything more for any more?
1: Any more for any more? Um, yes, uh, I have played a game called Dream Alone. Uh, Dream Alone was a game we we we, we had to courtesy... Of uh, the developer for, for review on Blast Process. I'll mention that now. And uh, so this isn't a game I bought, it's a game we provided with. It's not a game that was even on my radar. But uh, what what Dream Alone is, is it's, uh, it's a lot like Limbo. Okay. I'll go as far as saying that the developers were heavily influenced by Limbo. Unfortunately, uh, the game isn't up. To the standard of something like Limbo, it's admirable in uh, its attempt to sort of recreate that sort of game. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's a little trial and error, unfortunately. Okay. So you just have to. But then again, I've heard. You know, I've not played through all of Limbo, but I've heard Limbo is also a sort of trial trial and error type. Yeah, it is game. 100%. You know, you learn by making mistakes. It's a
0: weird thing uh, because this... looking at screen grabs of this game. Yeah. The art style is black and white, very much like Limbo. But then the way the yeah. character sprite looks and the textures actually remind me of like Brave. Yeah, so yeah. It's like they took the two big of things. Of the it's right.
1: It absolutely. There's also some things with alternate dimensions. So. If you press the press of a button, you'll switch to another world, and you have to do this to get through puzzles because platforms are placed in different locations in the other world. So it's very much
0: braid,
1: then. uh, Very much like braid, there, in that respect. Uh, But you only have a certain amount of time in order to switch between worlds you collect these potions and these potions give you energy that you uh, use up while you're in the other world so you've got to watch that but the game isn't designed in such a way that you can get stuck for example and have to kill yourself if you run out of potion yeah. and you still need the potion to do that part of the level uh, you have to go and kill yourself to go back to the That's last the checkpoint street. in order to redo yeah so it's got these these issues which you don't get in uh you know triple a titles or anything it is an indie game uh but these are things i think as a games developer you should certainly try and avoid having because they create frustration in the end that sort of frustration would uh usually result when you were uh, losing interest in the game i i actually to the game's credit i didn't lose interest and played through the whole of the game's first level um and got a degree of satisfaction from it. I'm going to play a little bit more, so uh, keep your eyes peeled on Blast Process for a Tom Plays of the second level of Dream Alone. But uh, at this point, I wouldn't go out there and say it's it's a must-have, get it for your Switch. I'd say... Pay that a little bit extra, probably, and play a game like uh, limbo or, or inside uh, definitely more quality yeah. titles than, than this particular one that 's the problem that the the price this game doesn 't reflect its quality. I think it 's about nine pounds if you were to buy it from the okay. e shop and that 's quite a lot of money i'd say maybe at half that price, this would be quite a reasonable nine. purchase
0: limbo and inside uh, were a lot more expensive than that when they came out
1: and that's probably what the developers are bargaining on, aren't they they're like this is came out about the same time as a game they're influenced by what do you do do you buy the one that's twice as expensive or do you buy the half price one well you definitely get what you you pay for in this uh, respect i won't go out and say it's a terrible game but it certainly uh, has its frustrations even on the first level yeah even even on the first level, you can see this. Uh, I don't know how it will continue if these same issues will keep cropping up, but I, I would assume okay. so. Yeah. Fair. That was my mini mini review okay. of the first level of uh, Dream Alone.
0: Yeah, I it's literally. But uh, well, I yes. played this Hollow Knight. So I did play a yeah. little bit of Digimon uh, Crystal, which is a book like Game Boy game I got, but it's a Romance of the Three Kingdoms rip-off with Digimon. It's not worth talking about. Sad but true. Oh,
1: there we go, then. Um, There's, there's a little bit of news. I've, I've finally got a working Game Gear on its way to me. I, I, yeah, uh, it's a yellow one Ooh. as well. It's one of the uh, more obscure, so we've played a little bit more for it, but it's also been um altered to have a DS Lite light
0: oh, in okay. it. Oh, okay, so it's properly like backlit a, then rather than... The...
1: It's like the... Uh, yeah, it's the ultimate Game Gear. So if I'm going to get another Game Gear, I should go all out and just... Get one that's going to last me a while, and it's actually going to be. Apparently, the battery life on this particular Game Gear, can get eight hours oh, out of it. I'll, I'll apparently, that when I see I, it, I've, I've... the seller is telling me I can get uh, maybe eight hours a out of it. Better screen, so, but at the
0: same time, it's still a Game Gear, Tom. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's it. But uh, yellow is my favorite. I would color. like a yellow Game and, Gear. Uh, I do think
0: it looks nicer than the yellow Game Boy. I think it's pretty. It's
1: nice. it's got um, green face yes, it buttons. Does which is a, a different one. There's it's all sorts of colors of Game Gears. There's obviously red ones and dark yeah. blue ones, even a transparent, a smoke a white one as Game well. Gear as well.
0: Just I still regret yeah. not buying when I saw it in Ruben and Barbie a couple of years ago for oh. 15 quid. Yeah, wow, it's it really
1: a lovely pastally blue-colored... I think it's called Indigo. Yeah. Uh, Past blue um, uh, Game Gear that looks lovely. But, uh, yeah, I can't... Uh, get loads of no, Game gear. No. I'm not going to start being the Game Gear collector. Trust me,
0: it's not a road you want to go down. Stay <laughs> no, away I know, from that. I know that.
1: But it's always been an aesthetically pleasing uh, console for me, the Game Gear. I think it's got a good look to it. I think
0: look it looks it. nice. I don't like playing on it though. No. no.
1: Well, I'll tell you, I'll give you the review of uh, next time we talk uh, how I feel about this uh, Game Gear and if it's uh, amazing light backlight holds up as uh, as
0: I've been okay, promised. Look. Right, should we wrap it up then? We we Yes, let's cool, do yeah. that. Uh, if you would like the podcast, uh, you can listen to it in a variety of places on tomamatattack.com forward slash pro... Blah, blah, blah. Ta- oh, I don't know. That? that was me going into blast process a little bit too early. Uh, you can find us on tomamatattack.com forward slash podcast. Yes. You can listen to us on BlastProcess.com. You can also listen to us in iTunes and Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. When you're in iTunes, why not give us a cheeky rate and subscribe? You can find us in other places, such as facebook.com, forward slash Tom and Matt Attack. You can find us on Twitter at the same place, i.e. at TMA Cast. And then you can find Tom there at TomParry11 and me at GameBoyle. Tom, any videos coming up on the Blast Process YouTube for you this week? More of the
1: more of the usual actually Yes, a Tom, a Tom plays of Dream Alone will be coming this Tuesday and then we'll have uh, the usual Paris pickups it's still going yes. uh, despite last week mentioning that uh, we've got something else in the works, uh, it's not coming just yet but uh, it's worth waiting yeah. for and Paris pickups will finish after 100 episodes So that's still uh, what I'm I'm moving towards at the moment. Uh, But there's also another idea that I'm I'm, I'm thinking about is uh, music videos, video game music videos. So some showcase I I made one years ago of uh, PS1 fighting games, which I dug out the other day and thought it isn't too bad. So uh, I may even just post that on Blast Process within the next week. And of course, Bruno's boxes will be back. Uh, soon enough, uh, with, with our friend Bruno opening more uh, loot crates and, and such, uh, which which are always an uh, enjoyable yep. video.
0: Um, and I will, yeah. speaking of stuff previously mentioned on this podcast is still ongoing, um, I'll hopefully be posting my Banishing Racer review around the same time this podcast goes up. If not, it'll be up tomorrow. I look
1: forward to it. Give
0: that. it a look. It's a good yes. game. Ah, yeah. Good game is a strong word. Let's just say that. Um, okay game. An alright game is props as far as I go. Full of charm. <laughs> uh, Gameplay-wise, okay. though. yeah. I, I jiggled yeah. my arm well, I back forward to hearing for more. you people there, showing indecision. Okay. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, what do we say to them, Tom Parry, at the end of a podcast?
1: Oh, well, I'm going to say thanks for listening and game on. I
0: will repeat that. Thanks for listening. Game on. <laughs>